Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, where I try to bring new ideas, enlightening ideas, things to help you think a little bit differently, so that you can achieve more in life and maybe accomplish more on personal levels. And there's a mystic, if you could call him that, poet um, from the 1400s, who on some of the other podcasts I've quoted, and I sort of use his philosophy to live by myself. And the thing I want to talk about today is that there's more than one way to be, because we have a tendency to get up each day and do the same things over and over again. I think I might have said last week we have, you know, roughly the same thoughts every day, the same emotions every day. And we live life like this, and it's very monotone. Most of our lives are monotone, except until we have some kind of drama or something else that goes on that sort of then changes the way that we feel, and that either puts us into a panic or maybe there's some situations that cause us more joy. But this is basically how we live. And quite often, we don't know how to get out of that. So we just keep doing that, you know, every day. And so I want to talk today about how to experience life differently, because you have it right there, the ability and everything that you need to be able to do that. So there's a poem by Rumi, Rumi spelled I-U-M-I, and he's written a lot of stuff, and he's a brilliant man, was, (laughs) and very spiritually connected. So this is one of the things that I try to live by on a day-to-day basis, and it's a poem, and I'm going to read it to you, and I'm going to tell you another short one after this. So this is called The Guest House, and I think this is on maybe one or two of my other podcasts. So for those of you who haven't listened to those ones yet or can find them, I'm going to read it again now. So this is it. Being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness, some monetary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be cleaning you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing, and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. So basically the meaning of this is every day we encounter so many different things. As he says, it could be sorrow, it could be meanness from another person, it can be anything. And what we usually do as people is that we interact with them, and we take them so seriously but actually they're meaningless. But we don't look at it that way because we look at things to hurt us. So somebody says something to you and you take that to allow that to hurt you. So Rumi's whole idea here, and it's a wonderful, wonderful way to live, is that everything that comes to you in the terms of what he's talking about, greet them with honor and laugh let them be. I have this philosophy that I live by, try to, (laughs) 
where I allow things to pass through me. So everything that comes towards me in terms of, let's say, things that are frustrating or hurtful or meanness, anything like this, I allow the emotion to just flow through me. It's just like a river flowing through me so that nothing stays in me where I allow that to build itself up and become frustration over time and allow it to hurt me. So in what he's talking about there, greet each day with whatever is there, whatever comes towards you, and just thank it for being there and go beyond it. That will bring such joy and happiness into your life you won't believe. So you want to look at each day when you get up and see how you react towards everything. Because I guarantee you, you react the same way as you did the day before and probably the year before. And probably that's why your life never moves forward in any way and why you're so miserable. Rumi has another poem as well, and it's a very, very short one. And, you know... When we create a vacuum with something, we usually have to fill it with something else. It's very hard for us to have no thought at all, so or feeling. So when we sort of empty our head of thought and our body of feeling, we usually want to fill it up with something straight away, right? And usually the same thing. Um, you know, yogis who meditate, I mean, I meditate some days up to four hours a day where I have perfect stillness in my mind and body. It is the most blissful feeling that you could imagine because there's nothing going on other than the pure joy of sensing my spirit. Because we have two aspects of ourself. We have our spiritual self, that spirit, spirit self that leaves the body when the body dies, right? And then there's our ego that we have as well that we use to create all the chaos and everything in our life. So if you think of what I said about Rumi and how he's saying, meet everything with joy, welcome it in and let it go. What I said in the beginning, there are different ways to live and how to experience life. So this is another one. I just sent this to a friend of mine. Imagine if you're able to do this every day, because I've practiced this and I can tell you it's just wonderful. Right? So this is it. Close your eyes. Fall in love. Stay there. I'm going to say it again. This is from Rumi. Close your eyes. Fall in love. Stay there. You practice that for one day, you'll be astonished at how you feel. So what does he mean? Understand, first of all, that you have choice over what you choose to think and what you choose to feel. Nobody makes you think or feel anything. You choose it yourself. It's that simple. As I've said, there's a pool of emotion out there, and you choose which emotions you want to feel and not feel. So this is another way of being. I'll say it again. Close your eyes fall in love, stay there. 
You can create that emotion in your body right now, right as you're listening to me. And you can feel that sense of love right throughout the whole day because you choose to do that. As opposed to choosing to feel miserable, sad and unhappy, a victim, hurt, all these things that you don't want, supposedly, but some of you do because it gives you an identity and it's safe because you know what you're feeling. All of us on some level is searching for love. We want a partner to be in love with. We want somebody to love us. We have an animal to love. We want the animal to love us back. So in so many different ways, we're searching for something that's already inside of us. But we try to manufacture it outside of us. In anything, in human relations. I mean, how many people do we make feel guilty because they haven't shown us back the love that we need? So we make them feel guilty about not giving us that love, but it's really not their responsibility at all. Maybe they are being who they are and being towards you how they want to be. But we want to dictate to them how they should be to us, you see. So to close your eyes, fall in love, and stay there means to fall in love with yourself. And to create this wonderful feeling. And some of you who have heard my earlier podcast know my philosophy on this. That whatever emotion you consistently feel, you attract towards you. In the terms of events and people and circumstances. So if you're able to create this feeling of love or harmony with inside of you to fall in love with yourself, I guarantee you that every problem that you have in life will dissolve. Because disharmony cannot exist within pure love. It's impossible. So by falling in love each day with just life itself or with yourself over a very, very short period of time, you will change everything in your life. It's that simple. But we don't look at life that way. We look at life in terms of something that we have to get up each day and go and fight against and try to make work. And the more you do that, the more you keep doing that, the more your life becomes that. If you understood exactly the physics of life, how it works, Every thought and every emotion you have becomes an event with an emotion in it in the future. So what you're thinking and feeling now, believe it or not, is creating what's going to happen to you in the future. So you keep walking into your thoughts and your feelings in your life all the time. A long time ago, I, when I was on the radio, I said, you know, everybody lives in their own universe. My universe, which is my life and what I think and feel, is unique to me. Everybody I know, their universe is unique to them. And the reason why that is is because each person chooses different experiences in their life that they want to experience. So no two universes are the same. 
the way that I feel compared to people that I know is very different. The way they feel is very different to the way I feel. And so this is what we do. So what I'm trying to help you understand is that you have a choice in how you can choose to be and feel every day. Rather than just getting up and having the monotone of just being. Try something different. Try something that you've never done before. I've said this before in, in a couple of other podcasts. Is that try something different. Something that makes you laugh. Something that brings you joy. Don't watch things or listen to things that create unsettling emotions with inside of you. You know, I tuned out of watching the news for a long, long time. You know, local news. And where I live, there's this station. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say it. But one of their lines was, uh, news you need to know. I'm going, well, that's interesting. So I don't think I watched the station for six months for a year. I live completely without the news, right? So I decided to turn the station back on just to see what's what. (laughs) Well, apart from the fact that they all had facelifts. (laughs) What do you think their tagline was? News you need to know. And I go, well, I just lived a whole year without it. It didn't affect me. Do you see? So I practiced finding peace, finding joy with inside of myself and allowing my life to exist like that. And in so many ways, my life is wonderful because of that. So in what Rumi says, in allowing, you know, the sorrows to come to you, the sadness, the hardness, just greet them and honor the fact that they're there, then let them go. As like I said, allow things to flow through you. And let me say this too, because, um, I mean, I've come across this with people as well. So, you know, when you make somebody angry or you say something to them and they come back at you, you know, like a roaring lion and you're thinking, what in the hell did I say? (laughs) And more than likely you said nothing, right? But this is what happens with people. It happens with, it's happened with me It'll happen with you. It's happened to people I know until you sort of learn this is that the reason why I say let things flow through you because we let these things build up inside of us. You know, we get hurt by this or somebody says the wrong thing here or somebody cuts you off in traffic, whatever. And these build up inside of us. And what happens is that somebody says something to us. It's usually not what they say, but it acts like a trigger point for us to throw all our anger and frustration on them. So the poor person standing in front of you gets 20 years of your anger and frustration and they're standing there wondering, what the hell was this all about? And this is what we do to people all the time. And like when we say something to somebody, you know, and they want to come and cut our head off and everything else and, you know, and we're wondering what? This is the reason why. Because usually anger that's directed towards you and anger that you direct towards other people is usually nothing to do with the present situation at all. Nothing. It's trigger points. And we trigger something in somebody, and then, like I said, they use a flamethrower to put out a, you know, (laughs) anyway, and vice versa. So this is what happens. And so for you, you know, who's listening to this, by allowing things to flow through you, 
Let the emotion come and flow through you. You'll make your life so much better. This way you start to learn with more of a sense of joy. One, one of the reasons I started to understand this and learn this is that in, and a lot of other stuff is in my other podcasts, which I'll put online. They're already going online anyway to explain this, but I'll explain it in this one. You know, I had, I've can- counseled many, many people, as I've said before, tens of thousands of people over many years, 30-something years. I don't know what it is, 35 years or something. And what was really sad to me, and it's sort of why I live the way I live now, I would see people die with the same frustrations they had had for 20 years. They never got beyond them. And I would say to people, you know, time runs out when you don't expect, meaning your life ends, right? When you don't expect, you've only got to watch the news (laughs) to find out how that happens. But I would see all these people die with the same frustrations. They never found a sense of peace or a sense of happiness or a sense of joy because they did the very thing that Rumi says in that poem not to do. They let everything just overwhelm them. They carried all the sorrows. They carried all the sadness, all the guilt. Never been able to release it. And so never been able to live life with a sense of freedom, a sense of happiness, joy, a sense of bliss. That is the reason why we're here. To experience those things, not the things that we put ourselves through. Do you see? This had such a profound effect upon me that I made a decision that I am not going to be a person who dies with the same frustrations that I would have had, say, for 20 years, that I would see people go through. So I made that decision. And I've said this before. I only allow things that bring me a sense of joy, spirituality, purpose, and beauty into my life. That's it. There are other things that come at me, and I do the thing here as, as best as I can is what Rumi says, to greet them and allow them to go through me and move on. Because I keep my death in mind, because it's out there somewhere. And so I keep looking at that as my lighthouse, the beacon, to keep me focused on only bringing these other aspects into my life so that I can choose how I want to feel and be every day. And you know, sometimes you have to give things up to be able to do that. Because we become emotionally attached to our stuff, you know, and we become emotionally attached to our feelings and our thoughts. So I had to give up a lot. Mainly things that didn't work for me. To bring it down to the simplicity of the very things that I said. Beauty, spirituality, purpose. That's what I have in life. These things. And you can do the same. You know, you don't have to throw everything out today. You can start by simple things. You know, you can go and buy a flower and look at it. Or look at one in your garden and see the beauty within the flower. Start by looking at the beauty within things to bring at least that sense of joy or that sense of happiness into your life so that you can transform your life. And you can do like I do. It's a scary thing. Most people don't want to think of death. 
because that's too scary for them. I mean, I'll do, I think I've already done some shows on that, but I'll do some more. And to keep that in mind so that every decision that you make, every emotion that you feel becomes worth it so that you're not wasting, wasting your life away or wasting your thoughts or your feelings away on things that don't matter because your death is out there. So take it. Take this advice. Take what Rumi says and change your life. Bring a new sense of purpose, a new sense of beauty, a new sense of love into your life. Believe me, you will not regret it. So I thank you for listening to my podcast. You can email me if you like at livewire1 at icloud.com. Thank you.